0: Welcome to the Santa Cruz Coffee Break. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on Apple Podcasts, please follow, hit the like button, or any subscribes. It really helps us with the algorithms. Santa Cruz Coffee Break is produced by the Santa Cruz Guitar Players Forum. All opinions are those of the speakers. We invite you to join us on the Santa Cruz Guitar Players Forum at SCGCPF for more fun. Now, let's get on with this installment of Santa Cruz Coffee Break.
1: (laughs) There she is what i miss
2: <laughs>
1: we were talking about strings
2: uh-huh. uh. you need some lines across that background with a height marker or something right it, lo- it looks great it looks
1: great <laughs> cue intro let's do this guys because i got a hard
3: yeah, yeah
4: sorry about that no
3: no No. no <laughs> that's no okay
4: okay go <laughs> well
3: first of all we'd like to welcome everybody to the 30 through- third podcast of santa cruz guitar players forum and we're doing something a little bit different today Uh, two of our artists have been involved jamie stillway and eric sky have been involved in a collaborative project together and so what we're going to do is they're going to talk about um, about how they made it and how it started and it got together and let me make sure i introduced uh, jamie stillway and um eric's guy of course down on the bottom and tad's up there so ready steady fricks folks let's go tell us about that tell us about this uh uh, jamie how'd you guys figure it out which part the beginning (laughs) we're just starting have
4: we figured anything out
3: yet
4: um well well okay eric if i may i will tell Mm -hmm. the story of how we you know we're like I'll just start at the beginning so I first met Eric at the Healdsburg Guitar Festival in the year I believe 2013 or somewhere thereabouts Um, we had both heard of each other for years both living in Portland and um, so we met in Healdsburg and then you know Eric had invited me over for dinner shortly thereafter and I went over and you know we were like let's pick some tunes and I think you know we both sort of like admitted it like we both liked flat picking you know well we were both pretty pretty much thinking each other were in the finger picking world so we then you know would sometimes get together over the years and flat pick fiddle tunes and and then now here we are in 2021 i think 2021 with an album
1: I'm actually did
4: official <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's pretty much how I remember it going down as well. <laughs> I mean, I remember um, go, when I first kind of got on Team Santa Cruz, when Willie Carter was doing artist relations or whatever, he said, oh, you know, uh, do you know Jamie Stillway? Because she's one of our artists too. And I'm like, no. And he's like, she's in Portland too. I'm like, no, I didn't know that. And then I was playing somewhere and someone brought me one of your CDs and then I had that. But then, you know, it took a couple more years before we actually ran into each other at Hillsburg, <laughs> So yeah, that's, that's how it started.
3: Well, the, the, the album sounds fantastic. Um, it, yeah. I, I think it you really, you guys have approached some things with an unbelievably interesting perspective, uh, but it just sounds spectacular and stellar. Uh, how'd you make decisions on tunes?
1: Uh, you go, Jamie.
4: No, you go. I do okay. the other one first. Well, Your turn. I mean,
1: okay, well, there was a handful of tunes that, I mean, so Jamie's right, like like, like, for a couple of years there we would get together once in a while and have dinner and pick on the back porch and we would play like standard fiddle tunes, like, you know, the red hair boy and, and, and things like that. And then we would kind of go down the rabbit hole with them. And we were both kind of like deconstructionist or whatever sometimes. Um, and then, um, I mean I had st- I, I around that time just independently I started writing a bunch of fiddle tunes and stuff and so we 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 kind of played some of those like the, like the Lock tenders reel and Coriel's fairy that that's like kind of from a like a collection of tunes that I've been working on so we started playing those um, and then then when we did decide you know like hey we should make a record <laughs> um, which was before this pandemic thing you know not long before the pandemic we made a couple of videos um, and uh, so then we were, you know, like, let's write some more tunes, I guess. And so Jamie had the homework, uh, cause I had already had some <laughs> tunes. So she had the homework to to write some tunes. So that's where they came from. Some waltzes, right? Right? Isn't there three waltzes? I think there's like, or well, like one's a, Two? a jig.
4: Oh yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: so. Well, I, I will admit that, that I just got a chance to hear it today. Um, so for me, it's like one play through and I can't wait to play it again. And I got to say, my wife will be so thrilled because when we go on long road trips, I like to put on Eric or, or Jamie, you know, just because it's relaxing while I'm driving and enjoyable. And uh we've gotten to the point now where where I think when we were driving up to Petaluma the other day she was like oh no not Eric again now I can say I have a new one. <laughs> oh, good
1: <Okay>. you. <laughs> yeah I think it'll be fun to listen to because there's just like you know I don't know we get pretty out there and and you know in a. I mean I think if you're like really into old-time traditional music you'll probably leap from a building or something right because it it gets pretty out there but um But I think that what I like about records like that is that, yeah, you can listen to it kind of, you know, over and over and maybe hear different things each time, maybe, so.
3: That's what I noticed for sure.
2: Yeah, I've only had a chance to listen to it once and I gotta say my immediate impression was if you closed your eyes, it was feeling like you guys were just hanging out in the living room and playing. (laughs) I mean, it was just a very natural, enjoyable listening experience. Um, I guess that's due to just the way you guys work together. Yeah, I think that's true. I mean, I, um,
1: one, one comment I'll make just from the mixing perspective is I kept coming back to this idea. Like one of the big decisions you make in a stereo recording when there's two artists or right, a duo, is, you know, who, you know, who, who, how much on the left and how much on the right, right? Panning, like, where are things? And I just kept kind of coming back to like, all right, I'm in the first row in a small house concert. These two people are like six or eight feet in front of me and maybe two or three feet from each other. And what does that sound like? You know, so Mm -hmm which is a long-winded way of saying, thanks for the compliment, because I think that's exactly what we were kind of hoping for. It's just like, it's just happening. You know, it's not like, there's not a really a a time when I think two acoustic guitar players are on like a giant stage 30 feet apart, right? And a lot of recordings kind of sound like that. So anyway.
3: That's a a really interesting, um description of kind of space and 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 how that how that separates and yet you keep that interwoven flow going um i I just want
4: to say like once eric and i like i think maybe when we did our first sort of gig remember at the portland guitar society eric Mm -hmm. and we and and it was like I think I remember at that mo- that time being like, oh, wow, it's for this project, it's really important that we sit kind of close together and like our guitars are facing one another because that's such a big, that is just such a big part of how I approach this music and it. it's such a dialogue with Eric. And if I'm not like fully present in it, it's just, it's not the same. And I'm delighted to hear that perhaps that translated to a recording also
1: that's great that you mentioned that I forgot that moment and that totally stuck in my mind like it kind of still does like sometimes with students that well not necessarily with COVID but like like getting close there's a certain point where um yeah you're just you're not across the room and by across the room I mean like 10 feet apart but you're right in really listening and um yeah so when Jamie and I set up in the studio to make that album we were directly across from each other like She just said, and I think I remember measuring it it was like exactly two feet apart or something was like what we decided was the perfect distance to hear each other and ourselves.
3: I, I, I kind of, when I was thinking about it and listening to it this is gonna sound a little weird but the visualization I got was an egg slicer. You know, because the way that you guys are blending first of all, your guitars and the notes, but there's really like an egg slicer, there's still space, you know? And yet everything kind of, I don't know, everything kind of goes like that. I just had that real weird visualization when I was listening to it wow, this is, it, it just fits. Everything just fits. It, it's beautiful stuff. Really, really beautiful stuff. Thanks guys. Jamie, did you have a, a, a special um, song that you really loved?
4: here um the diplomatic answer is i love them all equally (laughs) (laughs) we are talking kids here (laughs) um i think um well i will just say like some of these songs well i'm going to say i'm going to talk about wartime annie because that's one that like i had written in so a couple of these were written in the pandemic so eric and i we had to like learn these songs on our own and so that is one that was like the first time we played it was in the studio basically and so i think that that's really fun that that sort of the the new spirit like just being like we're both approaching that song with like i don't know how this is gonna go let's see what happens kind of terrifying but it worked.
1: That one scared me too because I think it was in um if I'm not mistaken is it like F minor or it was like F phrygian or something like that and and there's like several bars of two that pop up in a tune that's otherwise four four and and so yeah to kind of like okay take a guitar solo okay you know just jump yeah that was fun that was definitely music finding its
2: way you know <laughs> well that's an interesting comment jimmy uh, eric said earlier that you kind of had the homework to do because he had some songs written did you write your stuff thinking about playing with eric or or did you just write
4: yeah so on this album we each have four tunes and my four tunes were specifically written for this project okay
3: Wow. Well, yeah that's really I, okay, let's geek out on the microphones a little bit. Let <laughs> let us let, let, go crazy on the setup. You sure you because... don't want to talk
1: about guitar strings? Okay, microphone. Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, I want I want I want I want a little microphone inside here.
1: Um, really simple. Um, I brought in a pair, uh, from home of um KM one eighty fours Neumanns. So I mean that's a pretty pretty standard small diaphragm condenser microphone Um, it's a microphone that that i really like a lot it's got a big sound big sound Um, sometimes on the internet it gets criticized for being much brighter than the original 84s but um yeah that that was pretty much it i we did um some test runs you know we'd recorded some other stuff like the youtube videos and then i think I think that we had one rehearsal. Like, didn't you come like a few weeks before? Yeah, and we had sort of set up some things and I tried some stuff on my own, but yeah, it ended up just being really simple. So just, you know, about uh, eight inches, which we decided was a chopstick. So I brought two chopsticks. So one chopstick away from the 12th fret, pointed up the neck a little bit, boom, that's it.
3: Oh. Yeah. I remember being in, uh, when you did uh, a certain kind of blue, I remember there being about, 15 live mics in the studio or something like that like they were it wasn't yeah
1: it wasn't it was like five or something but yeah,
3: yeah but there.
1: yeah but more more is definitely not better more is more can be a problem i think even with that i think we ended up like you set up the mics but then maybe didn't make the final mix i know that's sometimes the case but yeah i because we did have some um so we recorded at a studio here in portland um my friend Corey has a studio called Sisterly Silence, which is a really cool little space. And um, and uh, he had set up some um, biodynamics as room mics or whatever, but I, I don't. It, it's not like a big room. It, it it didn't seem to add anything. So it's really just those two microphones.
3: Wow, that yeah. that that's kind of shocking. Considering I've heard it really good, and it's really kind of shocking that it's just those two. I expected, I expected a list.
1: Well, like I said, less is more because then you don't have phase cancellation. So I, I just, you know, sure. for me, the most important thing in recording is that I, I like the sound of things seeming like they're very immediate and right. I'm kind of a headphone listener. Like I like to, you know, so I just like things to be really immediate and close. And um, I think that's how you get there. So microphones are close and very few of them.
3: Did the guitars remain the same? all the way through.
1: Jamie, how many guitars did you play? One. <laughs> the
4: Tell guitars us. remain the same.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there could be a song there.
3: <laughs> Maybe. Is that a
4: Led Zeppelin album?
3: Even a, <laughs> yeah, yeah even, a, even, a, even an album, yeah. I say that.
4: Uh, yeah, so the last time we were here, uh, Tad and Richard, I was talking about that guitar that I had ordered that I had not received yet, you may recall. Mm-hmm. And so that guitar did arrive in December. And so then I feverishly got acquainted with it over the months. And that is the guitar that I used on this album.
2: Outstanding.
4: Yeah. And I love the way it sounds with Eric's guitar. I think that, you know, just they complement each other really well. And I think, you know, you can really hear the two different voices.
1: Yeah, I I agree. Yeah, Yeah. it was really fun to mix them because they do live. They're really similar, but they live in different kind of neighborhoods sonically, you know, they have kind of like different mid ranges or whatever, but they both have like a lot of sustain. Yeah, it's great. And Jamie's guitar is killer. Um, I've gotten to know that guitar, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it sounds like an old guitar right out of the gate. And yeah, I remember when I was up in Vashon, I, I would just sat on the couch and play that one forever. So killer
2: guitar. So is that where the title Home on the Midrange comes from? Or uh...
4: <laughs> Yeah. I was like, Eric, say they both live on the mid-range. <laughs> They're both home on the mid-range. Smooth.
1: Bum-ba-dee-da, bum-ba-dee-da. <laughs> and I used my uh, first um double O sky, the um, the one that's 10 years old, and it sounded really good. I I put some my third set of frets on it. <laughs> so it was it was all ready to rock and intonating. Wow.
3: Three,
0: Three sets, sets of, frets. of frets in 10 yeah. years. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I kind of <laughs> burned,
1: burned through them.
3: But you're a real big, heavy string guy.
1: No, I, I just use the light gauge strings. Um, wow. But you're, you're right. I did use the big strings for a long time. and um, But my hands are kind of like not what they were. And so mm-hmm. I've gone with the light gauge. And it turns out the lights sound great anyway. So that was probably dumb. Yeah, you know,
3: it didn't make that big a difference. Artwork, how did it come up? Well, I we have seen that. Yeah. How's the artwork?
4: How did the artwork come up? Yeah. Well, so my girlfriend, Ara, doodled one day with her daughter and she sent a photo of it. And it's like actually an eight and like a regular size of paper, eight and a half by 11. And like I saw it and was like, oh, that's going to be the cover. Like somewhere in that piece of art is going to is the cover, and I send it. I think I sent it to you that day, Eric, and was like, "Yeah. what do you think? Because you know it's sort of uh, you, you've seen the cover, right? Richard and Tad, have you seen it?
3: I have not seen the cover.
4: Oh, you <laughs> haven't seen the cover? Well, no, it's sort of like really it's like it's abstract, and I think it fits perfectly because I think what, you know it's like we're, it's a very abstract take on traditional music. so
1: Great. I'm texting it to you right now. I was like,
4: Eric's doing something. He's like, I'm yeah. um, we'll sure
1: yeah. yeah. checking my, I'm checking my stock portfolio. Just yeah. hold on a
4: second. Like boring.
3: He has a, a huge cup of coffee there and I'm like ready to leap through the internet to grab some of it. <laughs> Not anymore. And I'm ready
1: to leap through anything. Right now. <laughs> it's like I went out to, I went out for coffee already with my friend Bruce and then, had some this morning yeah anyway so you just got the cover yeah the cover is amazing i saw it I was like oh my god um yeah it looks so good i'm so excited about it
4: yeah i'm glad that you agreed i was thinking we needed something that wasn't just like you know two guitars or like eric and i cheesing it up with our
0: guitars
3: leaning up against a brick wall (laughs) <laughs> yeah no looking up both of you leaning yeah. over the over the camera and looking up with a wide angle lens beautiful yeah. guys wow isn't that so cool yeah it, it i love the fonts as well
4: yeah um, fonts i'm a big font dork so yeah, funny. i was like i you know my friend malachi helped do the layout and so you know, especially when there's not much on there. You really gotta choose the right font.
3: Oh boy. Yeah, yeah, we really do. It's but <laughs> that is I just I love it. Boy, there's a lot of uh a lot of wonderfulness it, in that cover.
1: <laughs> I sort of feel like it looks like one of uh, you know, there's moments in our sort of improvisation where we're both just soloing at the same time, just <laughs> you know, just And anyway, that's what it looks like to me. (laughs) That's kind of what it feels like on the inside. I think of of my head when we're in that moment, it's just like, it's sort of like country counterpoint, you know, we're just, yeah. You know, it's just happening. I don't know. And I love
4: that there's like the diagonal line in it to sort of like, there's a line through our songs. There's a grounding point in there. Yeah. And then we're also like, ah, (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: see you at the end <laughs> yeah,
1: that's, it. that's it that's the end of the interview that basically encapsulates where it's like it's like uh, Dixieland music kind of you know it's just like it's just everybody's playing the melody at the same time but somehow it's like yeah that was uh, all of me you know <laughs> I think <you> know?
3: <laughs> I wish you guys had more fun together I know I wish you could mm-hmm. laugh a little bit more um, you know
2: Should we talk about any of the songs? I mean, I I thought it would be fun to to get a little insight on some of the songs, where they came from or anything that just, you know, um, I'm hoping that we're gonna be allowed to include little snippets from the uh, album in the podcast so that uh, people get a little sense of that.
4: Mm -hmm. Or we could just scat the songs, My my attorney
2: will call
1: you. Yeah, (laughs) 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 Um, yeah, go down the list. Yeah, just we'll give you a good we could do a rapid fire.
2: But I, I just thought maybe there were one or two that were were particularly poignant or, or important or or had some uh, particular significance.
1: Yeah, well, Jamie said, uh, Wartime Annie. I, I would go with another Jamie tune because I was working on it this morning, which is uh, that Hazelnut Grove. That's another one that was, you know, it wasn't last minute, but that was a pretty new tune, and I really was also, whoa, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, just kind of feet to the fire in the studio, like, oh yeah, what am I gonna play over this, you know? And and it's, uh, you know, it, it was it, sometimes tunes are the structure is just such that I'm just like not sure, are we back at the beginning yet, or I'm, not, you know? And it was just kind of one of those tunes, and and so I remember we did it a few times, and then um, I wasn't sure, you know, sort of if we got it or whatever um and then going back and listening to it later i'm like oh my god this is like my favorite tune i i'd like several times i texted jamie i want this to be the first song on the album he's like no (laughs) but i just i really (laughs) love i really love that tune so actually jamie maybe you could tell us about that tune (laughs) because Story on
4: that one well that is like the first song i wrote when i moved to vashon and like looking out of the window was a bunch of hazelnut trees which i at the time thought wow this is like so romantic maybe there was an old hazelnut orchard here and like hazelnut grove doesn't that sound nice and then i have since come to realize they are just like the gnarliest grossest growing plant (laughs) and they're just like giant weeds and they're so squirrely and i think it's so funny that i ended up writing a squirrely tune and i'm like well that makes sense that this is a hard to keep track of hard to get out of the ground
1: (laughs) a little little nebulous Uh, anyway that's a great tune
4: um i just want to say i think that you know for me I, all of them were so fun because Eric and I hadn't had an opportunity to play guitar together for like a year and a half there was a little something that went down so then I think a lot of the album for me is just this like ah we we're getting to play guitar again mm. <laughs> so and you know I like the first song Tender's real it's is a song that we had been playing you know but that's one of our earliest songs we played together and so and I think there's this familiarity in that tune and especially in the sections of improv toward the end that I'm just like oh I love it so much because it's you know it's it's so fun and it's just like you know yeah that for me was, was like a reunion tour of playing with Eric but in the studio so
1: yeah I kind of feel the same way
3: well, guys, you've been more than generous with your time. Um, the album comes out soon, or actually the album comes out today. We'll make Today Then. Wow. Okay, great, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Today time is travel. then. Yeah, we'll time travel and we'll go. That was away. a lot of coffee. Yeah, um, but uh, thanks for the insights. Thanks, thanks for, for really opening up a little bit and the creative process is so fantastic that this is what i had hoped would come from covid you know it's all these little projects that are just coming out and they're just really special and we're seeing hearing a lot of new music and and everybody rather than watching days of our lives apparently everybody got busy yeah. And, and went to work. Some <laughs> of us
1: were practicing while we were watching Days of Our Lives. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I just
1: remember my mother used to watch that when I was a kid. Uh, yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah. So if you're the, um, I should just, you know, put on the music business hat. So I think when this comes out, you could go to either one of our websites, ericsky.com or jamiesdilway.com, and you can figure out like how to listen to it and whatnot. Um, I did procure uh, uh, Jamie Stillway and EricSky.com, But at the moment, it, I haven't really done anything with it, but that'll eventually have it, but it'll be on uh, Amazon and, and um, uh, you know, Spotify and Apple music and Pandora, just basically everywhere you can find music should be really easy to find.
3: Will there be a vinyl?
1: No.
4: I don't think so. I hope not. Just (laughs) I have another album coming out, and I it's going to be on vinyl. And the vinyl delays—if you haven't heard the news—yeah,
3: so yeah, they're all in—they're all in the LA harbor outside of Long Beach. There's (laughs) seventy-eight ships or something down there with a lot of people's records. Yeah, it's
1: like a year out. So if we did vinyl, maybe on the uh, anniversary edition someday. Yeah,
3: but you are going to do—you are going to do a CD version, correct?
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We have CDs. Um, and so people can contact us directly and we're happy to ship you a CD anywhere in the world.
3: Great. Tad got anything?
2: I just want to remind everybody all this information is going to be on the uh, Santa Cruz Guitar Players Forum website and uh, we'll make sure there's a splash or I should say Richard will make sure there's a splash screen with you know all the text that you can freeze frame and uh, type it into the browser of your choice and be able to get all this information so uh yeah great. thank you guys that's great that's thank you really looking forward to this one
3: so yeah can't wait can't wait to see it and hear it in the world Yeah. Go have an after, go have an afternoon, everybody.
0: Thank you very much.
4: (laughs) Okay. You too.
0: (laughs) Over out. We hope you enjoyed this installment of the Santa Cruz Coffee Break. For more music related fun, please join the Santa Cruz Guitar Players Forum at scgcpf or santacruzguitarplayers.com. If you have any questions or possible podcast topics, please contact us. If you have a product or service that you feel would be of value to our listeners, please consider adding your support and keeping the coffee pot on. Contact us for more information. We ask that you hit the like, follow, bell, or bookmark buttons so we can keep you informed of upcoming podcast episodes. We hope you enjoyed Santa Cruz Coffee Break. Now it's time to go play your guitar.